Welcome to the 22nd episode of Cutting Edge. I'm Landon Sturdivant, and for those of you who have been tuning in day in and day out, your support means so much, and hopefully these episodes continue to be engaging, enjoyable, and valuable to you. Any feedback, insights, commentary, or suggestions for future episodes that you may have are greatly appreciated. Today, joining us all the way from Denton, Texas, is Katie Davis. Katie is a college football linebacker who plays for the University of North Texas. He received all Conference USA honorable mentions in both 2019 and 2020, leading the Mean Green in tackles both seasons. And as of the week of November 16th, he leads the conference in total tackles, is second in tackles for loss, and fifth in forced fumbles. Without any further ado, please welcome our guest today, KD Davis. How you doing, KD? Yes, sir. I'm doing great. All right. So my first question for you is, um, it's kind of a two-parter. When did you start playing football? And then was there any particular player or person in your life that inspired you to play? Uh, I think I started playing football around the age of four or five. And no, I don't think I don't think it was a person that just that just I wanted to uh, be like and play football. I think my mom just put me in it, and then she she just seen I was good in it as a young age, so she just made sure I just stayed in it every year. Yeah, was it like flag football when you were that young? Oh yeah, I had started playing flag football. And did you like uh, you like explore with like other positions early on, or did you were you always kind of a defensive player? Or? Uh no, actually I wasn't a defensive player. I was always the quarterback up until I got like to middle school and started playing for the schools. Then I started playing more defense and a and a little bit of running back. Oh wow, cool! So, um, what lifelong lessons have you learned from playing playing the game? Uh, just playing football. You know, you got to fight adversity. Um, no matter like every time you get on the field, I feel like it just and like all the workouts and things like that, it just teach you how to be a man and how to work through things whenever, whenever uh everything get hard, it just teach you a different kind of toughness, like to push through. Tell me about um your family and how they impact you as a person and an athlete. Um, I have a very hardworking family, so it just motivates me every day to to wake up every morning and just go and just give it my all and practice. And then whenever I play, I do it for my family. And, yeah, they work hard, so it just makes me work even harder just seeing them do whatever they do. Awesome. And so you went to Ennis High School, correct, in Ennis, Texas? Yes, sir. Um, I'm sure you had, like, lots of really cool games, really fun memories. Uh, so what was your favorite high school game, and then why was that? Uh, I'll say my favorite high school game was my junior year. I think it was the last district. No, it was like the second to last district game. We played White House, and um, I had scored a game-winning touchdown. It was like one of the best feelings. That, well, it wasn't as good as whenever I scored my t- my first college touchdown, but in high school, it was a it was it was a really good feeling just being able to score a game-winning touchdown. Was this an offensive or defensive touchdown? Like. It was a, it was a uh, it was an offensive uh, touchdown. I was actually playing receiver, and it was like eleven seconds left, and a quarterback threw me the ball, and I caught it and just scored a touchdown. Oh, that's crazy! Yeah. This is the you said second last district game. You said, "Oh yeah." Oh, that's awesome! And so you were a three star recruit, right? Yes, sir. And you talked to Louisiana Tech, Illinois, Memphis, Arkansas State, some other guys too. Oh yeah, I talked to a lot of schools. Yeah. So why University of North Texas for you? What were the reasons behind that? Uh, actually, Graham Hurl, you know, he's from Innocent. He went and played at Tech and broke a lot of records at Tech and then went on to the NFL and played in the NFL for a little bit. 
And so he had he had started coaching there and then and but he ended up leaving after my freshman year. Uh, so he just recruited me hard and I knew I could trust him to come in. And I knew um, he believed in the program and he thought it would be good for me. So I just put my trust in him and just decided to come to Den. Awesome. How far is that away from Ennis? Uh, didn't like an hour 15. Oh, OK, cool. Um, was was there a mindset shift for you between high school and college? And if so, what was that? Um, yeah, it actually was just in high school, just having just having my mom there and depending on her for certain depending on her uh, for certain things and then coming to college and being on my own and just know that I have a goal that I want to reach. So I just I just know in college I have to lock in more and just focus more on football and uh, just becoming a better man and better in myself. Uh, Therefore, I can reach my goals. Yeah, you say it's like a, a much bigger commitment at the college level than it was in high school. For sure. Yeah, so um, I like looking into like different articles on you and stuff, like sort of the overwhelming consensus is that you're a great leader and that you're the energy behind the team. And and so I was I was curious, like, were you always a born leader or was that a developed trait? Oh, yeah, it was always born into me, you know, just. I, I love the game of football and I want to, and I just want to be around people that, that love it as much as I do. So I just try to make sure everybody on the same page that I'm on, you know, even when things aren't going, aren't going good, I'm always the person to speak up and just keep everybody motivated. And just, like I said, to try to make sure everybody on the same page. Yeah. And that's important for the linebacker role, isn't it? Oh yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a huge role. It's like the quarterback of the defense. All right. So is it true that last season you got a false positive COVID test and you were withdrawn from a game right before it started? Uh, yeah. Um, last year, it was the second game of the season. Uh, we was getting ready to play SMU, and, that, and that's our rival game, you know. And I was getting mm. ready to go to the hotel, headed to the facility, and they called me in the office and told me literally like right before we went to the hotel that I had, a, that I had tested positive. So, yeah, I didn't get to play in the SMU game last year. And that wasn't even a real positive either. Right. And also it said you were out for eight days because of that. Yep. I was out for eight days. So that must be super frustrating. What'd you learn from that experience? Uh, you know, I still work that at, at home alone. It's crazy because the whole time I knew I didn't have it. Honestly, I kept trying to uh, retest just so I could play and come back, but it wasn't a rule. But like, I think like the third or fourth week, that uh, the NCAA came out with a rule that if you test positive, that you can uh, retest two times to see if you was uh, actually a, a positive or was it a false positive. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and you are your two-time honorable mention for All-Conference USA, which is an amazing feat, by the way. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. So what was the difference? Like, what did it take for you to get there? I mean, it's one thing to just be a good player on your team, but then to be like playing at the conference level, like what's, what, what, what do you do differently? Uh, I feel like just growing up and just believing in the coaching staff. Like I didn't had a, I didn't had a new coaching staff every year since I've been in college, but this year, you know, this year is my year for sure. Just I feel like the right coaching staff is in and they they coach me hard and make sure I understand everything and they just make sure that I just put my eye on the field. And, and obviously it's showing because I'm number one tackle and I'm in a top two for tackles for loss. So, yeah, I just believe in what the coaches, what the coaches want me to do and I just put my all into it. You said the coaching staff changed a bunch of times too? Oh, yeah. 
how many times like for uh, i guess positionally head coach whatever that is um no i've had the same head coach but i i think i've had three defensive coordinators and four position coaches wow so yeah that's a huge adjustment trying to like uh fit into each of those different guys but then like you, you say not just trusting that coaching staff is right yeah i see and so yeah where do you see yourself in five years i know it's a little uh, bit deeper but oh uh, yeah um honestly i see myself uh in the nfl obviously just uh making a name for myself and just still playing the, uh, the sport that i love I just see myself giving back to the community and just making a lot of people happy and just being there for people and motivating people to, to, to stay focused and just just and just to keep going. Because I just remember whenever I was young, I, I always wanted somebody to be there for me. So I just want to be there for somebody because I know everybody needed. Yeah, that's amazing, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I want to thank you for your time. I know you're a busy guy. So where can people support you on social media and support your journey? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, Katie, the one, and on Twitter is KDD, the one. Uh, yeah, I don't be on social media like that, but I'll be checking it. I'll be checking it uh, here and there a little bit. <laughs> That's why we're here, right? <laughs> yeah. And so my final question for you, I asked this at the end of every interview. Uh, my podcast is called Cutting Edge, so I want to ask you, what makes you cutting edge? And basically, when I say that, I mean, what makes you different? There's a lot of linebackers out there. There's a lot of guys that want to be in the NFL. What makes you different? Uh, it's just whenever I step on the field, like, um, you probably see, maybe seen on my Instagram or something, uh, they call me Shark. Uh, it's just like, I'm, it's like when I'm on the field, I just turn to a shark. I'm all over the field. I'm running all over the field, trying to make every play. I'm hitting people. It's just like when I'm on the field, I'm, I'm just a different person rather than I am um, uh, outside of the field. Awesome, man. Thanks again. So Katie Davis, guys, at Katie, the one on Instagram. Yeah. You know, North Texas. Make sure you go check them out. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Have a good day. All right. You too. Hey, guys, for those of you who made it this far, I wanted to thank you all for sharing your time with me and for listening in on this awesome conversation. I hope you guys took away the same value that I did and that you could see that beyond being a stud on the field, KD is an even better person and leader, which is a very special thing. I'm going to have all of his social links in the description of this episode, so make sure you guys check that out. Just as well, if you're a first-time listener and enjoyed this episode, feel free to hit the follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is that you're listening from. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, I would love it if you left a review and let me know what you thought. That helps both me and the show grow. On Instagram, the podcast will be at Cutting Edge IG. That's at C-U-T-T-I-N-G-E-D-G-E-I-G on Instagram. And my Instagram is at Landon underscore Sturdivant. That's at L-A-N-D-O-N underscore S-T-U-R-D-E-V-A-N-T. My Snapchat is at L-T-S-T-U-R-D-E-V-A-N-T 21. And then my email is going to be LTSturdivant at Yahoo.com. That's L-T-S-T-U-R-D-E-V-A-N-T at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening, guys, and I'll see you on the next one.